0: Ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, the Boston Bruins are 4-1-1 and in their last six games. Which I saw and did not believe based on how they've been playing. But granted, two of those are against the Sabres, so like, does that really count? And we're back.
1: Definitely not a 30-minute,
0: uh, I mean 30-minute,
1: 60-minute effort to be found in any of those games. Oh, definitely not.
0: But, but maybe 30 if we're lucky. I try 20 at this point. Let's be real. Come on. Like yeah. that's that's all they ought to give, but we can uh, we can get into the same issue that's been killing them for the last 5 years, you know? But yes. Uh, anyways, uh it's been a bit uh like 2 weeks exactly. Now granted we kind of didn't want to record to talk about the one single game against the Sabers, and then obviously the Bruins COVID situation. Which, how was that game against the Sabers played? I still don't understand that. Like, how was that first game played?
1: Yeah, that was that was the uh, head scratcher for sure. Just like Once crowding. I saw everyone on the benches, both benches, wearing masks, like during the anthem,
0: I was like, yeah. This definitely shouldn't have been played. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, okay, if you're wearing masks on the benches as players during the Anthems, like, first off, let's be real, that's gonna do nothing. Because they're gonna take them off a minute later, later, and then they're all just, you know, spitting onto the ground, drinking water from all the same bottles and everything like that. Like, it's that's gonna do nothing. They're sitting beside each other anyways second it was just like okay if you're if you're doing that it's like clearly you think there is a higher risk and maybe if there's a higher risk for this game postpone it like you have done for a lot of other games this year and nah. yet... <laughs> no apparently not we're just <laughs> even though Crowley tested positive how about we just play yeah you think especially
1: after the previous instances where COVID's just absolutely rampage through a locker room. You think they would have taken more uh of a proactive stance that uh instance? You, would, but you would think. No, I'm not gonna
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna try to guess what goes through the uh executive's head in HL. The answer is not much. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think anything does, but <laughs> No, it's just, like, I wasn't it Buffalo who had a situation like this earlier in the season? Like, they were one of the first teams to be yeah. hit by it. And, like, one team, like, tested positive. Oh, wasn't it the Devils? Like, they had positive tests, yeah. and then they still played the game against the Sabres. It's, like, it's the exact same thing. Like, yep. I don't I don't understand. Like, obviously, <laughs> at least in the U.S., like, vaccines are getting rolled out and all that. But, like, I guarantee a lot of the players probably aren't vaccinated yet so like how about you just be safe with it especially because it's a bruins sabers game like let's be real you're not losing many <laughs> viewers for that <laughs> Like, it's a real fucking ratings crunch uh, yeah it's just like just postpone it play it safe like I mean, I don't know why, like, a year into this, you can't just be like, yeah, you know what? Let's let's just play it safe. But we're not the NHL.
1: I saw something today on Twitter. I'd have That's to That's not look a good start. Up. No, but, uh, well, I guess it is. But uh, <laughs> I saw, I forget who tweeted it or else I'd look it up. But um, something about how Tampa Bay Lightning players are starting to get their vaccines. Because <laughs> I Ooh. guess how, like, Florida's... Um, administering it now to certain groups and stuff so you know it'll be interesting to see i know new york has just changed it so that like within the next two weeks or so it'll be anyone 25 or older so these states start allowing more uh i guess hockey (laughs) professional athlete aged players people not players people get uh vaccinated that would be uh be good sign for everyone if that's for sure
0: yeah i i remember seeing the the thing about i well i don't remember what team it was but like if it's tampa yeah i believe that Uh, i remember seeing that earlier but i can't find who it was uh yeah but yeah (laughs) but yeah no like you know progress is being made but like you know, it's not like the entire league is vaccinated and it's like, okay, no. we can be a little more lax with oh, this. No. No, no, like, they're definitely not. They will be at one point. Maybe by June. At least in the States, but I...
1: Oh yeah, I was just saying.
0: Hmm? Am I dumb? I, I, my, I'm, I just completely blanked. But yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Um anyways, um I I guess I did write down to mention it was Jack Ashawn's uh NHL debut. Also, the fact that it's pronounced Ashan just messes with my brain so much, but I mean, it was two weeks ago he looked pretty solid. Um <laughs> His game against the Sabres was certainly better than the defense's overall game against the Devils tonight. That's for sure. But, uh, I mean, yeah, he looked solid in his first ever game. Uh, joined the rush a few times. Definitely saw that offensive ability out of him. And, I mean, he's probably like the 11th or 12th defenseman on the Bruins' depth chart. But, I mean, hey, it was nice for him to get at least a game in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Was was... Uh... I don't remember too much of the specifics given how long ago that game yes. was but pretty damn solid or what is he 58
0: Yeah I was Defense I was two. waiting for the Krug comparisons just on virtue of the fact that you know Naturally. more offensive defensemen any smaller so therefore Tory Krug uh, um, but luckily I mean there weren't too many cuz I don't know it's it's kind of a bit of pressure to put on uh rookie to just be like hey uh, this guy is going to be Tori Krug, but yeah but i'm no expert
1: <laughs> yeah i mean yeah
0: <laughs> uh i guess then cuz the plan here was you know we weren't going to go too far specific into that sabers game uh sort of same with the islanders uh 4-3 overtime loss which like, yeah, there's stuff to talk about from there, but it would be basically the exact same as what we're going to say about these last three games still. And even the last three games, like, yeah, the Bruins won two of them. But you still saw those same sort of issues that they've been having all year. And, well, they've been having for what seems like eternity uh, just always come up. And it's starting to feel like a broken record. Um, but before we get to that, that way we can have something well, this has actually been reoccurring. What's going on with Tuka? Um <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I should probably find hold on, give me a sec. I just wanna quickly see like how long it was in between games and then Yeah, okay, so he played March 7th against the Devils, and then it was 18 games off, or games, 18 days off uh, before he played in the game against the Islanders, and then after the first period, he just, he left. Um, Obviously, Halat came in in that game. Uh, Wasn't fantastic, but that's not the point. Should we... Should we be reasonably worried about this going forward because uh you've we've sort of seen this sort of lingering injury from Rask basically the whole year like there have been a few games where he looks just like he looks off and there's like there's always a clip that someone finds of him looking off or there's a clip that you find of him looking off um yes and it's just <laughs> like there's there's something going on but like I don't know. I I can't I can't decide if I should be worried or not.
1: Yeah, it's definitely uh concerning. I don't know what what in the world <laughs> is going on, but I, what did they say it was upper body, right?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: So that he looked like it was like back a little bit. From carrying the fucking team, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tuukka Rask, everybody body will not return to tonight's game. So, I mean, I guess at least it's not like a groin or oh, yeah. a hamstring or a knee. So, especially in an older goalie, that's that's good. But I hope we get some kind of. Clarity. Not that they're gonna uh, like tell you everything that's wrong with Rask, <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, no.
0: This is this is the NHL. They will say upper body, uh, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> they will not tell you a thing if they don't have you. We don't know. I mean, we've all assumed, but we have no idea what is happening with Kasha. Like, we have nothing confirmed about what's happening with him. He <laughs> just, we just all theorized. Yeah, no, it's probably a concussion. He might, he might not even play for the Bruins again this year or at all like who knows like at this point um. but yeah with Rith Rask I hope they like like I think I said this uh when when he got well when he left the Islanders game it's like when Rask is ready wait a week like when Absolutely. he <laughs> when he says he's a hundred percent wait a week Halak and Vladar can seemingly play well enough to get this team wins Yes, Halak has had some rough games and some rough plays at his low glove, yeah. um, but the team is still capable of picking it up for him. And like Cassidy said about tonight's game, they can outscore their mistakes. And yeah. so you want your elite Vezna-caliber goaltender to be healthy. So yeah. this next time, like the third or fourth time he's coming back from an injury this season, give it an extra week make sure he truly is 100%, and then put him back and pr- wrap him up in bubble wrap on the ice, and just there pray he can not get hurt again, because let's be real, the Bruins are going to need Rask if they're going to do anything in the playoffs at all, or if they're even going to make bad. the playoffs. But
1: Dude, that's... You know, I was looking earlier, I don't know if you saw my tweet, but um, if they had lost in regulation... Oh wait, that was wrong because the standings didn't update when I tweeted that. Never mind, I cancel that out. But it, anyways, if if they didn't win tonight, then the Rangers would be like three points behind them. Yes, the Bruins have games in hand. Both the way the Bruins have been playing, that might prove to be <laughs> not a sure thing. So, yeah, I, I'm surprised with how close the Rangers are. I mean, there's. They're one game above NHL 500, so
0: <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You yeah, know, I mean, obviously there's something to be said about Carter Hart and his. Hold on, let me just <laughs> his Vesna season. Yeah, you're. His, yeah, his Vesna season. His uh, 4.04 goals against average and 869 save percentage. That is awful. I have not seen a goalie have a four goals against average, especially like he's played 20 games this year. Like it's not like he's played two and it's like, oh, he let in like four goals in a period and then play two games. It's like, no, he's played 20 games this year. It's insane how bad he's been. Um, I need to get a flyers, like a flyer fans take on
1: what the hell is happening because yeah, (laughs) yeah, I can't make sense of it. Is it the coach? Is it the players? Which I thought they had a damn good roster going into the season. Everyone was picking them to win the damn division. So.
0: who would Who would pick the Flyers to win the division? Who would pick... Carter, Hart definitely don't Fesna. look at me. At no, <laughs> not, do not. not Come on. Definitely do not go back. We're both innocent. And listen to it's finally time on January twelfth, twenty twenty one of this podcast. Definitely don't do that. Um, we did not what say a time. single thing.
1: What a time! <laughs>
0: oh my God. Uh, on on your point of the uh, games in hand, yeah, uh, the Bruins. With their games in games in hand on the Islanders and Pens, if they were to win four straight, that would be the same amount of games played as both the Islanders and Penguins. They would be one point up on them. So theoretically, I mean, they control their own destiny, really. Like, yeah. Um, and in that case, they would be one point back of Washington, but the Caps would have a game in hand. But like, obviously, that's not exactly how it works. But remember, the Bruins do still have, uh, I guess, six games against Buffalo. So. There's definitely still time for them to reclimb the standings and get back up there. Absolutely. But they need to play well enough to do that. Yes. And... and 4-1-1 in their last 10. So there's something to that. Last 10! Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) That's that's impressively bad. Okay, 4-1-1 in their last 6. So there's something to that. But... It hasn't felt like that, and obviously, yes, this fan, fan. Okay, I give up. <laughs> this fan base is incredibly. Um, what's the best way to put this? All over the place, um, and harsh. But <laughs> we haven't been seeing the five-on-five scoring needed. And yes, you can argue, oh, well, it's not the playoffs yet. Yeah, sure. But they're like 20 games away from the playoffs. Yeah. So they kind of need to figure out the five on five scoring. Like the trade deadline is in 13 days. So either they got to figure it out in the next 13 days on their own, which they're not going to be able to, or they got to get some outside help to sort of jumpstart this offense. It's like, it's, it's always weird to me to have one of these sort of rants where it's like, yeah, the Bruins need more more goals. And it's like, well, yeah, sure. I mean, they've scored nine in their last four games, which isn't awful, but it's not great. Uh, I mean, 13 in their last five. But it's not enough. And it's not enough at the right moments. Especially when we're talking about the power play, too. But that's that's a whole different animal. <laughs> You know, we talk
1: about, you know, I'm not getting enough goals, and you know, it's usually the whole depth scoring thing, but man, when you look at the top line tonight, Marshan scored his first goal since March 5th. Yeah. Sure, he missed two games on the COVID list with his fake tests. But that, and Bergeron himself, he hasn't scored a goal since March 11th. I mean, he's got three assists in that span since then, but and obviously, Patrice. is Patrice, he does things well, even if they don't show up on the average box uh, score. But you need them to be contributing. Three more.
0: assists in the last eight games for Bergeron. Now he had eight oh, shots father tonight. Father time. Um, I mean that that top line has not been great as of late, and that's why. And that's why the secondary scoring issue consistently gets brought up is because when that top line disappears, which frankly it does a few times a season and sometimes untimely in the playoffs, um, they need the depth scoring to be able to withstand that. it's like, yeah, they're still going to like Marshawn Bergeron are still going to kill penalties. Obviously, they're going like, to like they're all going to eat up power play time, whether they score or not. Um, but when they're not scoring at all you need stuff from your from anyone else on the team and literally anyone literally anyone like Kuhlman and Kampfer scored in the same game like Kuhlman with his first goal in a year and Kampfer with his first in like two years like
1: what, do you, what are you trying to say about Stephen Kampfer
0: um he should be in the lineup over Connor Clifton Oh, wait, that was supposed Absolutely. to be a sarcastic response. No, I. Camphor should be in the lineup over Clifton, but.
1: I was very surprised over that. I,
0: I, I do not understand that. Um,
1: I kind of feel bad for Camphor. You know, he's, for his limited amount of ice time in the last over year, <laughs> mm-hmm. pretty damn solid when he steps into the lineup. And, you know, he's done more than they could ask, especially given all the circumstances.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, no, like, the, th- the thing with Camphor...
1: Oh, I was just going to say, you know, in Connor Clifton's mind, um, mm. there's not a whole lot... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he... I don't hate the guy. I don't want to sound like I hate the guy, but... You know, he... Uh... <laughs> How do I word this? Help me, please.
0: He like obviously you don't hate the player. Like, we don't hate John Moore. We don't hate Clifton. And obviously two very different situations. Although both of them aren't the best at defending, so but no, it's like you don't hate Clifton, but it's like he has not been great this year. He was not great. He really wasn't great last year in the playoffs. Like I I don't I don't understand the need for continual continually plugging him into the lineup and it's like yeah Kevin Miller's hurt like frankly Miller deserves that spot over Clifton assuming Miller can be back at the um level of play that he was at the start of the year when he was healthy um but I I don't know Connor Clifton is one of those players where I'm like he can have some great offensive flashes where he joins the rush, but then he will immediately forget that he's a defenseman and not get back or have a bad giveaway in the offensive zone, and then it leads to a chance down on the Bruins side. And it's like that happens consistently, or there'll be times in the defensive zone where he goes and covers the wrong man, doesn't box someone out, stuff like that, where it's like little things that over time are going to lead to a decent amount of goals against, and it's like as a defenseman, you kind of have to be the player who doesn't have all those little things go against you happen, happen consistently. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like man, remember when uh, he signed that? Like, what was it? Three year? Like one, $1 million dollar yeah. per year. We thought that was going to be a steal, especially after that playoff performance, man. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that that contract started this year, so he's making one million, <laughs> and then yep. one million for the next two years. Like, obviously. Yeah, Bruin should keep him and everything. Like he's a solid Seventh defenseman. Seventh depth defenseman. He's not like he's <laughs> he's not really enough to be he's playing. No Charlie McAvoy. Well, okay, yeah, no one is, but uh <laughs> I don't know. It's like on the bottom pair, he's like that's okay, but especially when he was like second pair with Carlo out when it was like Zaboral Clifton, like <laughs> oh man, that pair Jesus that was that was not great it It might be nice for Zaboral to sit a game or two, but uh yeah. that's that's a separate point. I mean, it's sort of the same issues that Clifton's been having, but Zeborrell just has not been able to control the puck for whatever reason, and Lazon kind of had that too tonight, but he sort of seemed to get it together once the third started, which is kind of what the Bruins did anyway, so yeah.
1: Um. <clears throat> um. I had something to bring up. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh well. Here's the the
0: nightly. Well, not nightly. Episodely.
1: Bradley forgets what he wanted to bring
0: up. Moment. That. Yeah. No. That does happen every time.
1: <laughs> it was something like when we first started talking about
0: Clifton's contract. Fuck. Oh, there's something good. All right. Never mind. Was it something to do with Cap Friendly, Zaborl, uh Lazan? I I got nothing.
1: I uh, yeah, I got nothing either. So right. let's uh, swiftly move on. And oh well, one thing about Kevin Miller is he's been practicing, right? That's because one thing we could mentioned. Yeah. Um, up.
0: I think the latest I saw was like Miller's close to returning. Um, obviously we got Lazan back. We got Senishin back. Um, Carlo's back. Marshawn's off the COVID list, obviously. Um, Kasha's nowhere to be found. And also, maybe this is what you wanted to bring up. John Moore, um, his surgery. Out, I believe it's, what, five to six months? I don't know if that is...
1: We'll go with that. We'll go with that. We'll we'll go
0: with that. Yeah, okay. Um, (laughs) I don't know why he's not on LTIR. He's only on IR, but... Um yeah, John Moore, uh if I can quickly find it to get the exact uh injury. Let's see. John Moore oh, yeah, okay, it was hip surgery, he's out four to six months. So obviously his season's done. Yeah, six months you figure that's September, so hopefully by next training camp roughly he should be good to go again. Man, I feel so bad for Moore. Like, yeah, like he didn't. It's it's sort of it's the same situation as Bacchus almost. I mean, both five year deals, um, where it's like, yeah, yeah, they're clearly overpaid for what they are. Um, It's like it's not like they're an awful person. It's just like their contract isn't great, Um, and then they have some bad injury luck, which, I mean. Hopefully he can return and be you know I don't know like Nick Lidstrom when he comes back, but oh, I I, I be cool. don't have I don't have too much faith in that. Yeah, I'll take Nick Lidstrom at two point seven five per, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, might be good. I'll take Tori Krug at two
1: point seven five per. I'll take Tori Krug at six
0: point five
1: million per. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'll take Chara at uh, nearly league min. Oh God. Anyways, good
1: times. We we just love having good times.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, I guess that was sort of like the injury update unintentionally, but um, do we want to? Like, obviously, there's not much point in like doing specific games because like last three games it's sort of been all the same Uh, like outside of the third period um, against the Sabres actually and today against the Devils it's really been the same issues popping up again Mm -hmm. and again that we've talked about for years like it's always that issue of secondary scoring and I'm curious um, because like I don't I don't know if it's worth it too much to actually just like keep talking and talking secondary scoring secondary scoring. Oh, the Bruins need it. Yeah, really. I didn't know that. Um what do you think is going to happen by April 12th? Tw- <sighs> April 12th. <laughs> Trade deadline. Besides those random five seconds of silence that were totally intentional and not because I couldn't hear Bradley or anything, um, you can just go ahead and now. Now you can answer the question, Now I can hear you. All
1: right, you can hear me, right? Gonna, I, I think so. Gonna... Okay. Um, well, what I was saying was that I have no clue what's going to happen. I would like for them to add a guy that can score a goal more than, you know, once every five games. Uh, maybe a, a left-handed defenseman because that is clearly a need, which kind of sucks. But um, I just feel like with everything going on, you know, you already discussed, you know, the reasons why a team might stay quiet at the deadline. I just, I feel like that's bound to happen at this and wouldn't be surprised if the Bruins do that. You know, Don Sweeney said, how long ago was that? Like the pretty much second week of March? Mm-hmm. Oh, if, if we have to shake things up, we will. And well, I mean, there's been nothing but like signs pointing to maybe a shakeup is needed, but I don't know, what do you think will happen?
0: Well, yeah, that's that's the thing, is I asked you what do you think will happen, not what do you want to happen. Um and obviously those are probably well, two very different problem. things. <laughs> I think they'll make a Johansson type move where it obviously like not actually trading for Marcus Johansson, but like a trade of that caliber where it's like maybe someone who they think might be under the radar is another top guy. They might bring top nine guy. They might bring in for the forward group. Um, Even though another top nine guy isn't exactly what they need, frankly, but because you, like yeah, someone who can play in your top nine, but you want a definitive top six score. That is what the Bruins need. and obviously, I also would not complain about another left shot defenseman. You know, at home, I saw. I think I saw Will float the idea of Nicholas Jarmelson, which, I mean, I wouldn't hate. Um yeah, no, There, there, there are a few guys. Uh, also, David Savard, although he's more defensive defenseman. Uh, he has a year left, so he's a UFA. Like there, there are a few guys on defense that I would want the Bruins to bring in. I, like I wouldn't complain, assuming the price isn't massive. But I mean, they need a definitive top six scorer. I don't know who that would be. Um. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it'll. I think they'll probably trade for someone. Just it'll. Like I, I don't want to be like, oh no, they're not going to do much. But like. We've seen this movie so many times before, right? Like
1: that we have,
0: like they traded Heinen for Richie last year, which I mean, this year has been a pretty good deal. Um, Nick Richie's on a 25 goal pace in a normal season. Um, what
1: even is Danton Heinen doing now? I saw what he's like a while back. He really wasn't doing much. Let me look this up real quick. cause Now I'm I'm going to drive myself crazy if I don't see. <laughs> hey, he's got eight points, in 25 games. I think that yeah. one's working out. Okay. Yeah.
0: Man, that sucks, but Richie's nice with Krejci and Smith. Um, But yeah, I mean, also, of course, last year they traded for Kasha, but a lot of that deal was to dump Bacchus. Like, I think, like, they dumped Bacchus in the first, and then it was probably, like, you know, part of the value of the first plus um, Axel Anderson was sort of what got them Kasha. So maybe they acquire a player of, like, like a player like Kakasha, like someone like that, like, you know, sort of the same, same idea as Johansson, where it's like, you know what, maybe this guy can come in and do a lot more, but we don't know. So we'll acquire him probably going to play second or third line. I I think that's what's going to happen, even though, I mean, I think it should be at least someone like Taylor Hall, despite how awful of a season Hall is having. He's playing oh. on the, what is it? 18 game losing streak sabers. Yeah, and
1: uh, what? What God? We've looked at his centerman before. I can only imagine what it is now. He's playing with um, Casey Middlestat and Tage Thompson. They're the thirtieth ranked second line in the league.
0: I want to know. Well, what, I want to know what thirty first is. Yeah, me too.
1: Actually, I wonder if there's a way to. Okay, you'd have to That's go on. A bit that's on other... daily
0: off, right?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna think of a really bad
0: team. If I had to guess, my gut says Arizona, but I doubt it. Arizona's 29th. Christian Fisher. Uh, I guess Christian DeVore, I guess the and Devils
1: the second. They're 28th.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course, it's the Ducks. Derek Grant Ryan Getzlav, Max Jones. Wow.
1: What do you mean that's the worst? This site's rigged.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: No, that uh, that explains it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that will do it. It's it's the it's the Ducks. That makes sense. But no. Um <laughs> What were we on? Oh my god.
1: Um we were talking about Trey Deadline, Taylor Hall, and how yeah, yeah. his uh line mates aren't are really helping, which I think that was a um a good point because for the longest time, remember how we had a uh, Riley Sheehan as a center?
0: <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So
1: I mean I would like to think the Bruins would have better options for him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think, like, I don't know, I just, Taylor Hall's trade value, yeah, it's going to be, <laughs> it is very low. Um, It's like, why not take a shot on him? Now, obviously, yeah, you're going to have to give up. I mean, I would think at least a second in a prospect, but like, for a guy who has, didn't he win the heart uh, yeah. with New Jersey? Yeah, like. You know he has the skills. It's just, signing in Buffalo, I mean, come on. <laughs> no, I don't think many people expected uh, that to go well. Um, and he yeah. has had, like, these advanced stats. Like, he's had good underlying numbers. He's just been incredibly unlucky. Kind kind of the same way DeBrusque has been. Like, he's had, like, mm-hmm. he's, you know, been fairly solid. Underlying numbers are there, but it's like, just hasn't necessarily put the puck into the net as efficiently as, like, the um, like the player models expect them to, essentially. So it's like, there's, there's definitely something there, and I don't see why you don't take a shot on Taylor Hall. Like, especially because yeah. you're probably not going to have to give up a first. Like, at this point, with two goals on the year, I...
1: What would you say is the absolute most... You'd be willing to give up in a deal to get Taylor Hall?
0: The absolute most is... Okay, the absolute most is a first and a low prospect. Like, that is the most. I probably would not like that. Like, a second in some, like, mid-tier prospect makes more sense to me as, like, probably what he should get, like what should be the value for him. But I mean, who knows it's the it's the trade deadline. Crazier things have happened. That's for sure. I mean, someone, someone on, um, cap friendly's armchair GM has, uh, Taylor Hall. Oh and, no, that never starts good. Yeah. Oh God. Taylor Hall and Colin Miller to the Bruins. For John Moore, a second, a third, John Beecher and Jake DeBrusque. Which what okay am I supposed to, say to that <laughs> I don't know. I like I really do not know. Especially because on this depth chart, the person has Colin Miller listed as the Bruins ninth defenseman. So what is the purpose? I I I, I like the I like the idea. Literally Kevin Miller's gonna be playing a lineup over Colin in this scenario. Like Uh maybe the Bruins were right with the expansion draft. Yeah. <laughs> or, or they got Colin Miller, and be like, "Hey, Seattle, why don't you take him?" Nine thousand IQ. There you go. <laughs> but no. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I. Are you sort of on the same boat with Hall, like in terms of that value? Like. Yeah, that's. I'd say that
1: for sure. Now, would you give up Bjork in a second? Hmm. For me personally, I would try hard to not give that up. Bjork's looked yeah. really good, you know. He, he's <laughs> he's been playing with a lot of energy and speed, which I mean hasn't been there for a lot of people, it seems.
0: Yeah, yeah. Him, so... <laughs> him with uh Coil and Seneshen has been really nice to see these last few games, um, right. which. I'm pretty sure it's one of the lines that I've always been like, hey, they should do this. Hey, they should do this. It's looked pretty good so far. Not to toot um, your own horn or no, nothing. No, not at all. I would never do that. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Also with Bjork, like... I mean, obviously, like... It's the NHL, obviously, maximizing cap space. They're going to wait until, like, the absolute last minute to make a trade most of the time. Uh-huh. Um. So I guess that gives time to see if Bjork is really if this is, like, going to be something that stays maybe a little more consistent, or it's, if he dies, like, if he dies, if it dies off. <laughs> if he dies, wow. Okay. If, if his, if this increased level play, like, dies off soon. Because also, like, he's making th- uh, 1.6 million for the next three years, and then he's an RFA at the end of that. Like, that is a really good situation for the Bruins to have, and like, I feel mm-hmm. like that contract almost makes it like, okay, let's try to hold on to Bjork, you know, just a little more just because of that, which I, I would definitely understand. But, like, I mean, listen, if they asked Bjork for Hall straight up, then, yeah, I'd probably be like, yeah, give me Taylor Hall over Andres Bjork. But, yeah, you know, it's... Obviously, Bjork is not untouchable by any means, but just, like, in that case, it's like, well... Let's see what happens in these next few games before making a decision about that, because, I mean, no decisions most likely will be made until April 11th or 12th, so.
1: If at all. <laughs>
0: if, yeah, if at all. That's that's a good point. Now,
1: I have one last thing on this whole trade deadline stuff, then we can move on. Is VAC an untouchable for you at this point? For me, he's not.
0: No. I don't He's think. Well past that. The only untouchables the Bruins have are the top line plus McAvoy. Yeah. I think yeah, those are the only untouchables. Right. Like, I Stadnika. Yeah, you can move. I wouldn't be super happy about it, but if mm-hmm. if you're getting a highly talented player that's going to help you win right now, then yeah. You, you move Stanika, you move Locko, you move Beecher, guys like that. Um, see, I really think only the top line of McAvoy are the untouchables. Obviously, like, Grizzlick's up there. Um, Carlo's up there for sure. Rask is up there. I mean, <laughs> Coyle, I feel like, is up there just because of his contract. Um, but, yeah, they're there's not. There's really not many untouchables on this team. You have you have guys that you can move if you need to. And frankly, at this point, I see some people being like, "Oh, do you sell the future? You know, for this year?" And it's like, I mean, yeah, I think you I'd do have to at this point. Like, it's not like the Bruins have an impressive prospect pool. Like, they are always like they've been ranked like in the bottom five by like every. Organization I've seen in the last few years. It's like they don't have a great prospect pool already. So, like, you might as well go all in, trade those guys, get some pieces, win now. And then, yeah, it's going to be a tough rebuild. But, like, that's sort of how it goes when the drafting hasn't been fantastic in some cases, let's say.
1: You haven't had really top 10 draft picks. God, when was the last time they picked in the top 10? Those, uh, maybe. Dougie
0: Hamilton? Sagan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it probably would be Dougie, yeah.
1: And, I mean, Sagan and Hamilton aren't on this team anymore. So, it's gonna happen when you are literally a competitive team for the last decade plus. Like, they only had those picks because of the Leafs. So, yeah, exactly.
0: Like... I mean, that... Yeah. Yeah, let me see. So, <laughs> in terms of in terms of first round picks, they didn't have one in twenty twenty. Um, their twenty nineteen was Beecher, obviously. They didn't have one in twenty eighteen. Uh, they picked VAC. Oh yeah, it was Vaksdenika Swayman, one two four uh, in twenty seventeen. That's that's pretty good. Um, they had McAvoy and Frederick in twenty sixteen in the first round. Um, uh, just for confusion uh, clarity's sake, uh, Studney in second and fourth rounds, but I just added them in because I saw them right there. Um, obviously Zaboral, Debrusque Senechin in 2015, Pasternak in 2014, uh, No One in 2013, uh, Malcolm Subban in 2012, and then yeah, Dougie in 2011, Segan in 2010. <laughs> oh my god, and then before that, uh, do you know who was who was drafted before that? Like the four or the three first round picks in a row before then, from 09, 08,
1: 0-7? I know Jordan Carron's one of them. Yep. And then Oh my god. Oh my god, what's his name? Wait, 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 hold on, give me a second on this one. Oh my god. It oh my god. I feel like the last name is Hamill. Is it Zach Hamill? Is that Zach
0: him? Hamill was two thousand seven. Yes karam I, I, was 2009 you're missing i don't know 2008 <laughs> joe yeah. Colburn, oh legend yeah it wasn't phil castle 06 right yeah castle was 06. it's stupid that draft is stupid Kessel, lucic marshall in 06 <laughs> like I think that might have worked out had they huh?
1: kept on to
0: someone although i mean even what they got from like out. It a Massive trade and, and tree. Yeah, we,
1: we need Steve Dangle to <laughs> give, give us a trade tree, but yeah, a trade no, tree I mean, of a draft. Yeah. Well, once I meant like
0: like Kessel because he oh, turned yeah. into Sagan. I'm sure he's already done that. Well, actually, I don't. I actually, yeah, that might be a thing. <laughs> Who knows? We we don't talk about uh we don't talk about uh.
1: Stuff, yeah, we don't.
0: Yeah, we don't talk about stuff. Actually, that's that's what I was gonna go for. Not, you know, second. But uh, anyways, <laughs> yes. There's our there's our little tangent uh, for the episode. There will probably be another. Let's be real. Um, yeah. What were we on? Oh, it was just trade deadline, the and then yeah, okay. I don't know. I, I think we mentioned this in the last one. Like, obviously, Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall's sort of near the top of my list. Connor Garland's up there, too. Um, Kyle Palmieri, I'm iffy on, but, like, it would be nice to get him so he doesn't score against the Bruins. Um, Ricard Raquel's up there, too, but he's also hurt now, and the asking price is really high. Like, there aren't a lot of um, really big names out there, it seems like. Um, Yeah certainly no 2019 level like Mark Stones on there but uh still <laughs> so mad the Bruins didn't get him i'm still uh, uh
1: did they win the cup that year if they trade for mark stone
0: i mean i would they'd have to like with assuming like every other team like assuming the series around them still go the way they do i would think so like having mark stone in that top 6 there's no way that group does not actually like. There's no way the group doesn't go. What was it until games game six without a five-on-five goal? The top six, like <laughs> in the finals, like I would. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Anyways, this been so much fun looking back on what could have been. I I hate thinking about 2019. I hate thinking about that. Tampa got. 62 in Tampa Bay Lightning Bruins didn't have to face them they faced Columbus instead like obviously they got the Leafs in the first round then they got Carolina in the third round which like yeah those Hurricanes were a good team but the Bruins swept them and then you got the Blues in the finals which like weren't an amazing team it's like oh it's so it's so infuriating. and then game seven home ice anyways let's uh let's stop at this wait
1: what happened there
0: Oh, so you see what happened on June 12th, 2019 is Jordan Bennington existed and then proceeded to be bad at hockey for the rest of his career, seemingly. Um, and also, almost, f- like, swing his stick at... Uh, I don't remember who it was, but... Dude's mad. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> huh. I wonder... I was just gonna try to make some kind of joke about you know the title of this podcast and uh, something like that, but I'm not quick-witted tonight. So. No,
0: I don't. I, yeah, line changes. <sighs> wonder, wonder where that would come from. Um, Definitely made a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Do we do we have much else on like the actual games? Cause like really, obviously tonight, if we want to talk about the defense um, from tonight's game it's it seemed it that seemed like a one-off game like obviously I still want the Bruins to get another uh like a legitimate defenseman on the left side like no offense to Luzon or Zaboro but like someone who's is who's well established in the NHL um but like this seemed like a one-off game for the defense I think like it was bad like it was really bad and that's why I think it's one-off because I mean We've seen this team throughout the season. They've been incredible. Well, I don't want to say incredible, but they've been really, really good at defending, at least. Um, so I don't know how. Like, how how did you feel about at least the defensive performance tonight? Um.
1: Well, <laughs> certainly wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, it just seemed like, you know, a word I've been hearing a lot on the intermission reports and all that. It's just too easy, you know. It's too easy for the opponent right now to literally how many breakaways did Halak face or odd man rushes tonight? Too many. <laughs> and Miles Wood, can he not please? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Now we talk about a player that we would love to see on the Bruins but would never happen. That
0: fucking guy. Miles Wood would be a really good Bruins player. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> Just imagine that speed. Maybe you throw him on the right, a uh, right wing with Krejci and if Dubraska is ever off the COVID list.
0: Man, now that you say that. All right, Miles Wood is at the top of my no. Uh, <laughs> no, I Miles Wood. Oh, I would love for him to be Bruin, but like.
1: He wouldn't score any goals if he can't score him against the Bruins.
0: That's that's why why I'm getting hesitant on Paul Murray. It's like he has like five goals against the Bruins in four games, but like three in the other 20 something games. So it's like, uh, are you going to score at all against any other team? (laughs) Is it something about TD Garden? Like, what is it? I don't know. Yeah, no. Defense, do we think it's a one off game or do we think it's a sign of things to come? well I
1: I don't know if it's a sign of things to come but it's a sign that you need to get out there and make sure it's not a sign of things to come mm-hmm. especially you know you know we talk about it all the time aging aging core you know we every year it's how much longer is this core gonna be playing at this elite level? And I'm not trying to say anything about Rask falling off, but you see him start to have injuries. And sure, uh You better Sling not him. be
0: saying anything about Rask falling off.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not saying he's falling off, but
0: I'm just saying, you know, you get older. Yeah, there there is there is something to the injury issue there. I I, I I as much as I'd like it to not be anything like that, not think that way. There is something there.
1: Yeah. Yes. And you know, Like I said with the core, you're at a point where, how many more shots do you have? Two. Like, I'd like to think, you know, I mean, I think Martian and Perjron have several, several years left at elite play, but what about the core behind them?
0: And in goal. Krejci's probably gone after this year. Rask, you hope, is back with probably Vladar Swayman backing him up, but how long can you just have Lidar and Swayman waiting? Yeah. I think you probably have two years left with this core. At least the core being sort of Marchand Bergeron. Going to add Posternock into there now. Um, you know, obviously, well, McAvoy gets paid uh, the year after next year. So, in terms of. I that contract's going to be. Uh, Who? That's gonna be a lot of money. Deserved, but a lot of money. Um Yeah. I I would think you have at least rask this year and next. Um So like I think you probably have one or two more years, but you wanna make sure you have another year where you can go for it, and this is this is the year. Like oh. I I don't see why not. Like I don't see the point in not going for it. Yeah and like
1: i don't think if they were to maybe add just a depth defenseman i i don't think that that means they're not gonna make some noise in the playoffs by any means i just think like we've been talking about the last five minutes it's leaving it up to fate and as bruins fans we know that you always a good thing
0: yeah fate leaving it up to fate um Injuries to defensemen in the playoffs—that's uh, that's definitely happened before to this team. And yeah, it's
1: uh, like the defensemen just like have some kind of like it's like a video game having like a glitch, <laughs> like an error in the coding where the defensemen always get hurt. <laughs> yeah,
0: I that that's sixteen seventeen series against the Sens is still so stupid.
1: It's like one
0: per game. Yeah, Tommy Cross was in there like. Bruins, Legends, second round pick.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I would like to see them make a relatively big splash. I mean, I don't know how how the prorated cap stuff works. I mean, they got a projected cap space of 1.3 million. Again, prorated for the rest of the season. And then even if you get a player with term, expansion draft. So it's definitely something that... uh I don't envy Don Sweeney right now, but... Definitely not. Maybe when that direct deposit hits, I do, but... Well, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think... I mean... They gotta do something. Mm -hmm. Like, being stagnant is... Is gonna look pretty dumb, especially if... Like you lose Kreisky in the off season, probably gonna lose Halak in the off season. Like if you don't do anything and you just let those guys go, and let's say you miss the playoffs or only like make the first or second round, it's gonna look stupid that you didn't make a move. And well, maybe he does, but I don't think Don Sweeney wants to look stupid. You know, like. <laughs> it's
1: usually not the goal of people, but I mean, hey, he could be different. Never, Maybe never he's know. built different. He's
0: built... Don Sweeney built different. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you think Krejci's gone for this year? You sound, you're sound you
0: sounding pretty sure of that. I'm trying to prepare myself for it after Krug and Chara. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, you think if
1: Chara can... If Chara, like if Chara, if Chara can leave, anyone than... can. Okay. Yeah. If
0: Tom Brady can leave, anyone can leave. You know, like it's the same thing that people say. Like if Wayne Gretzky mm-hmm. can be traded, anyone can be traded. It's, yeah. it's sort of that same thing where it's like it's not likely for like those star players to be traded or you know one of the well, the greatest player of all time to be traded. Um, but Stephen Camper, you're right. Yeah, he's been traded. <sighs> That's true. Yeah. What if Stephen it Camper? It makes you think. Maybe Stephen Camper should have been on Krejci's wing in Game 7 against St. Louis. Yeah. Do we ever think about that? Hmm.
1: I don't think we do. Not enough, at least.
0: (laughs) Definitely not enough. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I... With Krejci, I could definitely see him being back, obviously. Um, But I don't know. I just don't think it's too likely. And I wouldn't expect a... Well, it wouldn't make any sense for a contract to be negotiated until after the expansion draft. Because otherwise, then oh. you're gonna have to protect him, and it's just kind of stupid. Same with Rask. Like, absolutely. Like if Seattle claims Rask, see, Rask can easily just be like, "No, I don't want to move with my three daughters and wife. Thank you very much. I'm staying in Boston and just not resign." Like it's pretty simple. And also, yeah, that would be really weird of Seattle to take Rask when there's gonna be at least a, at least a third line or like fifth defenseman available from the Bruins. But yeah, you know.
1: I uh the one thing about Krejci, I know obviously we would like to see him back. Man, after this season, he's gonna have nine hundred and sixty-three career games leaving him if he if he plays every single game the rest of the way. He'll be thirty seven games away from one thousand. He will he needs to hit that. He'll still play.
0: He'll still play.
1: I want it to be in a Bruins jersey though. Oh me too. That's I what just, my point was going to be. The the In... thing I'm
0: the thing I'm thinking is Stanica looks a lot better at center and unless you're planning on moving Coil to the wing, which for someone who you have for six more years, I don't think you want to do that. You got to play Stanica somewhere. So that might be a case. Okay, what about what about this? Debrusque, Stanica, Kraichi. So Krejci goes for Stednica's wing. So instead of Kraichi, instead of solving the issue of Krejci's winger, we make Krejci a winger.
1: Krejci the winger. Wow. <laughs> no, but actually, that Galaxy might have brain. something to it because, um, I mean, Krejci's older. I mean, that's at a, as a center, you got to be quite literally everywhere at once. So maybe the younger legs doing that would be better. But I don't think they'd that's <laughs> ask true. Krejci to learn a whole nother position. But, hey, I mean, crazy things have happened. I mean, yeah, Nola Nolachari was tripped, and St. Louis scored, and it was unbelievable.
0: You mother... <laughs> All right, just for, just for that, I'm going to read um, three cap-friendly armchair GMs um, for the Bruins. I feel like I, we have to do this every episode. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, it's, it's a segment. And then we'll get on to questions and then wrap it up. So okay. this first one is just called Deadline. Uh, so the Bruins are going to trade Jake DeBrusque in a third for Ricard Raquel. Hmm. Not, not not an awful trade. Uh, and then Kuhlman and this year's first for Taylor Hall. Okay. I'm... Uh, and then <laughs> a, uh, next year's second and this year's fifth for Nicholas Jarmelson. So their lineup will be Marshawn Bergeron-Poschnock, Hall-Krejci-Raquel, Richie-Coyle-Smith, no Freddie Corrali Bjork, and then you have Jalmerson McAvoy, Grizzlick, Carlo, Lazan, Miller, of course, Raskolak, and then your extras are Tenorti, Wagner, Clifton, you know, Camphers, Nika Zaboral. I mean, looking at the lineup, that is pretty nice, I will say. Um, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Sweeney's gonna move to Brusk in a third for Raquel. Um and I don't know how I feel about that anyways, because Raquel yeah. also has not been great the last. Again, year no and playing
1: playing on Anaheim, that that's gonna, yeah, it's gonna, gonna affect you a little but, bit. But, Maybe not that much. But
0: I mean oh that, my god, I was just gonna say something. I mean, oh my god, again!
1: Trade, look but... at me over here, forgetting everything. Oh jeez.
0: I don't know if you need to give up a second and a fifth for Johansen though. I don't know if the cost would be that high, but
1: a third for not this
0: upcoming draft, but the next,
1: and then a fourth for the sheer do that one. There. Yeah, probably
0: something like that. That sounds that sounds more accurate. It's like I mean that's not a massive difference, but like it it's it's still a difference. Like yeah, I don't know if I saw second and a fifth for Johansen, I'd be like, uh, you sure? It's like Nicholas Jarmuson can still play hockey, obviously, but it's like, yeah, if you're gonna trade for a left-handed defenseman, like, obviously, it depends on what happens with that home, but like, you know, he he exists. Um, all right, next, next, uh, trade proposals. Uh, it's called Pipe Dreaming again. So the Bruins will trade, uh, Sean Corrali and Chris Wagner for David Savard. Just that trade as is. Um, Don't know how that's going to work. Don't know why... I see so many people
1: suggesting that just because some kind of random Corrali trade to Columbus because he's from Ohio.
0: Yeah, and it's like... Just some
1: random ass. No logic behind it.
0: Especially because this person's lineup, they don't even have Savard in the lineup. They have Clifton Carlo as the second pair and then Zaboro Lazan as the bottom pair. Um, Yes. But next, so they have Hall to the Bruins um, for next, or nope, 2021 is this year. Uh, for this year's 20, oh my god, for this year's second round pick, I don't you think you have Taylor Hall for a second round pick. There is no okay. way that happens. I, think, yeah. I, I mean, I would love that, but there's no way that happens. Um... And then the last trade that they have is Connor Garland to the Bruins for next year's third and Anders Bjork. Yeah, I think that's undervaluing Garland. Um But I mean, if, if that's what it took to get Connor Garland, I would not complain. So then the lineup t- is obviously Bruins top line, and then Hall, Krejci, Garland, DeBrus, Coyle, Smith, Richie, Frederick Seneschon. And then I mean, if I had to guess, it would be it would be something like Grizzlick, McAvoy. Probably Lazar Carlos de Savard, which don't know how I feel about that one. <laughs> yeah, but <that>, uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, if you can get Taylor Hall for a second round pick, do that. <laughs> and then... is
1: Connor Garland for DeBrusque Vac second and a fourth. Ooh,
0: I think that one's a
1: little bit of a pay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm gonna get on to possibly the the weirdest oh, one no. I've seen. Okay. Now, um, I'm not don't don't search this up. Like, I'm not gonna send it to you or anything. But just oh, just make sure to listen. Okay.
1: Oh wait, hold on. I I was scrolling on Cat Friendly myself. Is this the one with like seven trades? Yes. With different teams. Yep. Yeah. 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 So
0: <laughs> so it's called Deadline or Prior to. So, the Bruins are going to trade Andre Kasha. Very specific. Yeah, Andre Kasha and a fifth to the Flames for Sam Bennett. That's an overpay. Bennett is like a third or fourth line checking forward at and, this point.
1: I mean, even no matter what, who would take Kasha right now? He
0: He's not playing this we're not year. Even sure he's, we're not even sure he's alive right now.
1: Hasn't he been skating? I don't even know that.
0: I yeah. thought I saw that he was skating like a, like a few weeks ago, but like there hasn't been anything else. And Cassidy yeah. in press conferences has not sounded hopeful of seeing Kasha in a Bruins jersey this year. So it's like Kasha might be uh, might be a late deadline acquisition. And when I say late, I mean uh, day one of the playoffs, like Kucherov. But uh, that's a whole different thing. Um, and then to Dallas, the Bruins will trade Wagner in a seventh for a fifth. I, I, I wouldn't hate that deal. Um, but it's like, is that really needed during the season? Like, you, you do that in the off season when you don't need extra bodies. Just, no, right? Like, that, that's a minor yeah. thing. Uh, and then you can laugh at this Kyle Palmieri trade. Uh, Dustin McFall, Kyle Kaiser, and a third for Kyle Palmieri. Okay, I mean, can we take Kyle Kaiser real quick and just do that? <laughs> Wow, that's like, a I certainly an idea. I mean, listen. Like if New Jersey accepted that, I would be cheering in the streets. Uh cuz like at at this point like the Bruins have Vladar Swayman, so like losing Kaiser wouldn't be a massive deal. And then like Dustin McFall in a yeah. third for Paul Murray? Like hello? Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh I got to see what is Dustin McFall up to. How many points does he have? I think he's at... Clarkson, I think. That's what I saw. Clarkson's pretty close to me, so I think that's the only reason I know. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say He has how three do you know points that. in 19 games for Clarkson.
0: Clarkson University. Yeah, 2018, it's... sixth round pick, 6'2 left shot defenseman, 20 years old. I Oh, yeah, he was picked out of the OJHL because, of course. Um, By the way, I don't know what the OJHL is. That's so. Um, well
1: I'm I'm assuming
0: Probably if I had to guess the Ontario Junior Hockey League, because yeah. I'm seeing a lot of Ontario things. Yeah, probably. Um But I Dustin McFall is like you know how I said for Hall like a first and like a low prospect? Dustin McFall would be one of those low prospects where it's like probably not gonna be anything, but like, hey, maybe. <laughs> Uh, sure. <laughs> next up on this list is a first-round pick, Anders Bjork and Roman Bychkov. Uh, he was what? I
1: forgot about that. That
0: guy is... Well, yeah, he played uh with Russia at the uh, World Juniors, I believe. Um, yes, he was with him at the World Juniors. He's a left-shot defenseman, twenty years old they picked him in like the fifth round seems to be somewhat of a good pick as it stands right now could actually become something but who knows it's not like he's not like he's a highly touted prospect Um, i feel
1: like just these random russians coming out of the like russian leagues like in like five years will randomly be like the best in the world i feel like it happens every three years
0: kaprizov panarin stuff like that yeah 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 Please be, so. please be that Bychkov, or maybe, maybe we'll get Coco. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> or, or we get a player out of the KHL. Ryan Spooner. You know I had oh to God, mention I, him.
1: I, yeah, I saw an Instagram story from him the other day. Um, he's learning Russian. He's taking Russian yes. classes.
0: Yeah, so he I guess he's going to stay in the KHL a bit. What a. What a... Oh, what a what dude. a career. Like... What a I mean like the KHL is not a bad league. It's like I mean it's probably the second best in the world behind the NHL obviously. Like I think that's fair to say, but like yeah. But... S- s- what second round pick played on the Bruins like was on the second line a lot yeah. of time. Play with Marshall Bergeron or a
1: guy who like, at the end of the 2017-18 season with the Rangers had 16 oh points in 20 games and had Rangers fan Ranger fans screaming to end up in the KHL where yes, he's got 39 points in 36 games. Well, had, I guess the season's done, right? I don't know. Uh I don't know how yeah, the KHL I so. works, so. so I'm not I'm no. I think it's But 16. yeah, so it, it is a fall from from grace, I'd say. So I hope yeah. he enjoys Russia
0: and don't get killed. I don't. Hey, he's learning Russian. His 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 chances are good.
1: Yeah, just gotta wait until we see a Putin poster and then we'll know it's real.
0: <laughs> oh Lord, I hope he never listens <laughs> to this. Putin, obviously, Hi, not, if you not are. <laughs> hey, hey, Putin. Hi, we we love you. I swear. <laughs> you can stop that
1: whole. Uh, Dictator thing
0: that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> hey man, you want to <laughs> stop being mean? Look at us creating world peace. Oh my god, <laughs> no one does it better. Oh, uh, anyways, uh, we still have are...
1: more uh, trades to run through. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's there's still four more in this. Um, <laughs> so Zaboral, uh, Yona Kopanin, in a second to Buffalo for Taylor Hall. Not a, not a bad price. I don't like giving up Saborl. Um Next up is John Moore, Victor Berglund, and Carson Kuhlman uh, to Chicago for a fourth-round pick. Why? Um, and then Debrusk, Vakanainen, Trevor Kuntar, I'm going to say is how you pronounce his name, um, Oscar Steen, and a third-round pick for Jacob Chikrin. Honestly, I don't hate that deal. I don't I, think Arizona gives him up. But no, there's no way they move Jacob Turkin. Like, I, I just can't see that happening. He has five years left at 4.6. Like, that's not happening. Um, But with yeah. all those trades, um, I'll get you to give me your thoughts on this lineup after. Obviously, it's a complete joke, but...
1: What?
0: Well, <laughs> right, Bergeron-Postnock. Me...
1: Hey, you forgot the Jordy Ben trade. What the hell?
0: Oh, sorry. Jordy Ben uh, to the Bruins for a fourth-round pick. Sorry.
1: There we go. Um, better.
0: Yeah. Marshawn, Bergeron, Pasternak. Richie, Kreitchy Palmieri. Taylor Hall, Charlie Coyle, Connor Garland. Trent Frederick, Sam Bennett, Craig Smith. And then you have Matt Grizzlick, Charlie McAvoy, Jacob Chikrin, Brandon Carlo, Jordy Ben, Kevin Miller. And then Ras Kalak, and Nat. And then as your extras, you got Lazan, Clifton, Corrali, Tenorti, Camper, McKaig, Stanika, Seneshen. Like
1: I do not like that third pair.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that third pair I do not like Ben and Miller, but like you can throw them those all and then I'm like, okay, that's better. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean I um
1: wow. You know, if they were able to somehow get uh Sam Bennett, I think he'd be a good fit on the fourth line. I don't know what that cost would be. I mean Obviously I hope that's not the only move.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't I mean Sam Bennett wouldn't be wouldn't be a bad acquisition. It's just not what they need. No. Like, Bennett's, like... If I had to compare him to someone on the Bruins, it would be Frederick or Where Whereas, yeah. like, do the Bruins need another one? Like, do they? Especially when they have Wagner just sort of sitting there. I mean, if you can do Wagner for Bennett one for one, I'll be cheering in the streets. No offense, but... I, Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind Bennett, but, like... I guess it's like a depth get. It wouldn't be bad, but like you have, I think the Burns have enough at least depth for those sort of checking line forwards. They have, I think they have enough. Yeah. The the thing that I laugh at is the, the Paul Mary trade. Uh, I mean, the Garland one seemed kind of fair. Um, Same with Taylor Hall, which like, yeah, sure. If, if the Burns were able to do all this and then Craig Smith is their fourth line right winger. And then you also have Grizzly McAvoy, Ch- Chikrin, Carlo. Like, that's incredible. Like, altogether, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. But you're just, like, this person's just playing franchise mode in NHL 21. Like, that's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not realistic, sadly. Like, I would I would love for that to be a real lineup, uh, as much as I would hate losing, you know, DeBrusque, Bjork, Zaboral, Vac, like, all those guys. But, like, I mean, that's... That's a lineup you have to win the cup with, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you don't have anything else to say about that, like, nope, I don't. because <laughs> no. uh, my head hurts. But on that same note, a lineup. Eggs um, at just call me eggs asked, when Debrus comes back, uh, what do you think? Now this is their proposal for just a lineup, and then we can sort of be like well maybe we'll do this or yeah no it's completely right uh they have Marshawn bergeron de brusque richie critchie poster bjork Coyle, smith frederick Sanika, and then seneshin slash anyone but i would say seneshin um and then grizz mcavoy lazon carlo tenorty slash zaboro and camphor what do we think about that obviously you can just pull up the tweet and see it much easier
1: but... yeah i'm looking at it right now um well, first of all, what do you put in parentheses if Bruce actually keeps it? LMAO. Which, yeah, uh, that's like no a matter happen. we could He could put it in any order and it would be changed five minutes later. But I I think you need to keep that top line intact. I mean, yeah. especially with. If you're going to break it up, definitely not DeBrusque on the top line right wing. I don't think that would work. Maybe it will. I mean, he played. Earlier this season, for like a game or something, on it, and I guess he looked okay. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, those middle six lines aren't horrible. If anything, maybe if you are gonna separate them, maybe put Bjork up there on the top line. I kind of liked. What preseason was it where Bjork was up there? Was it eighteen, nineteen preseason? Ooh, I think it was. Remember that I one game against it's... Chicago where they looked amazing.
0: I think so, yeah. Oh. I think eighteen nineteen was Bjork because nineteen twenty was like, hey, is Bacchus good? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, those pairings sound
0: sound okay. I don't have any... not my favorite, but like once Miller's back, he's probably in there over Camper, which Boral yeah. Miller bottom pair, tenorti Miller. I mean, I, I really want to see that tenorti Miller pair just for like a game. Me too, like one I game, like could... against the Sabers. Do it like just just to see. Um,
1: Definitely uh, not the Devils though. That's the cream of the crop of the division yeah, apparently.
0: Apparently. <laughs> I don't know in terms of, in terms of lineup. I I would keep the top line together. Like I think you have to, and then you want to keep Riching and, and Smith together, because um, they've been really good uh, at least these last few games, which. Does end up then splitting up Bjork and Senishin, which I also liked them with Coil. Although you can... You can kind of do something where it's Marshawn, Bergeron, Pasternak. Like a... Dabrask, Kreitchi... Maybe you throw... Bjork there. You throw in there. You throw Stanika there. One of those guys. And then you can go like Richie, Coyle, Smith... And then like Freddie, Stanika, Senishin Bjork, like any of those four on the bottom, like on the fourth line, which you have some great options. Um, definitely would be nicer if you had Kasha healthy, because imagine Marshawn, or Pasternak, Debrec, Krejci, Kasha, Richie, Coyle, Smith, and then like F- Bjork, Stanika, Frederick, or something like that. Oh, yeah, that, that yeah. would be so nice, but... Be neat. <laughs> Would be neat. And then yeah, defense. I mean Chris Mack, Lazan Carlo. I'd probably still go Lazan McAvoy just to spread it out a little bit, but you know. Mm-hmm. Uh all right. Ben at NH Bruins Fan asked obviously Ghost, Shane Goss is bear. Well, okay, context, put on waivers today. Three years left at like four point six. Um Something like that. Uh, obviously, Spear will, will get claimed, but what team do you think will claim, and what team is the best fit? I don't think it's obvious. I, I think there's a decent chance he gets claimed, but I don't, I don't think it's like super high, where it's like, oh yeah, he's 100% gonna be claimed, because like, that cap hit in the term is not great. Like if if he had a year left, it's like, yeah, I claim him, but. 3 years for someone who's been struggling defensively definitely has not replicated his 60 point season 3 years ago. I don't I don't I don't know. I think if a team that's going to claim him I really don't know actually. <laughs> I I don't know what team would be the best fit for him. Like you'd have to think it's someone at least in the middle of the pack who's kind of maybe needs a jump start on defense. Maybe Edmonton put Goss's Bear offensively, sort of connect that with McDavid. Although they already do have Tyson Barry. Yeah, I don't I
1: know where Tyson Barry is now that he's away from the Leafs. Yeah, he's. Oh my god.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know where goes Goss's Bear fits. Like I, I really don't. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I I think a team that is a fringe playoff team would claim him. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo claims him. Like, literally as a why not, who knows, maybe he could rebound. I mean, he hasn't exactly had the best coaches to to maybe play into his strengths. I mean, the Flyers play a real defensive game at times. Not this season
0: at all. Clearly not, no. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I he probably gets claimed, like it's probably more than fifty percent, but I just I have no idea. Um I wouldn't no be surprised idea. either way. Um Brayden Maxim at eight maxim of course. Uh he didn't have any questions, he just wanted to say, What a win, no questions for me, just what a win. Yeah, that that third period was really satisfying and please can the Bruins play like that for the rest of the year. Like just just play like they did in the third period. Um, easy... I was going to say 82-0, and 0, but easy however many games they have remaining. And easy 16-0 in the playoffs. Perfect.
1: Or whatever uh, Brett Ritchie said. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, we weren't going to go 83-0 and 0 or whatever it is. <laughs> oh my god. Brett Ritchie. First line Flames legend. Yeah. Uh, oh man. And then I guess Last actual question. Uh, Jaden at Dabrowski's asked, which is something we kind of already went over a little, but why is Connor Clifton the way that he is? What went wrong from his insane play in the 2019 playoffs to now? I mean,
1: typical random player comes in and has a good stretch of games and then just is very average afterwards. <laughs>
0: So, kind of like what, uh, oh my God, Joel Kivaranta did last year in the playoffs for Dallas. Remember, had that, like, f- what? I'm pretty sure it was a four goal game, right? That he had. It was just a hat
1: trick. Oh,
0: really? What?
1: Unless did he have a four goal game as well? No,
0: no, no. No, it was a hat trick. Never mind. Um, yeah. Sort of like that, where it's just like, comes in. Wow, whoa really good has this great game it's like okay well next season he has seven points in 19 games like nothing to write home about um I it's it's kind of the same it, yeah it really is that sort of idea and like i mean i don't remember much of clifton's play frankly from 2019 like that feels like way too long ago but i can tell you that right now he is not fantastic defensively uh that's for sure uh, I mean, plus,
1: I, I'm i not trying to take away from what he did in those playoffs, but I mean, you look at his ice time, he was very sheltered. Let's see, 6 minutes, 7 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 11 minutes, 12 minutes, 12 minutes, 12 minutes 13 minutes, 13 minutes. So, a lot of uh, a, lot of a uh, low ice time, sheltered minutes, which, I mean, obviously that's a third pair, that's what's going to happen, but... Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'd have to look real quick, but I feel like his ice time the following season kind of was up there a little more. Yeah, he had more 13-minute games and 15-minute games. But, I mean, yeah. Literally nothing more needs to be said other than your typical flash in the pan, and then next season comes and, oh, he's just a guy.
0: He's just a guy the Bruins have. It...
1: Yeah. yeah. That was quite the rev- revelation of those playoffs. That was fun until uh, yeah, we
0: don't uh, we don't mention it. Oh, those those playoffs for the oh, they were so good. That was so much fun. Uh... Yeah, that whole like
1: entire playoff run was just crazy. Like it, <laughs> it had everything, man. Besides, don't you dare. <laughs> Besides, okay, that's besides, all I'm going besides, besides, yes.
0: <laughs> yes, we can we can definitely move on to the end of the episode. Um seeing us for an hour and twenty. Yeah, short episode, eh? Short short episode, by the way. We yeah, I, I don't think I'm ever gonna mention uh length of episodes ever again. Um because we wanted to make the shorter, but obviously.
1: We did have a lot to get to, you know, COVID true. break and yeah, catching missed- up on our...
0: Missed five games, so... (laughs) Missed five games. It's been two weeks. Um, Hope you missed us. (laughs) Yeah, you better have. Uh, In terms of going forward, uh, probably gonna do four games before the next one. So the two against Pittsburgh and the two against Philly, just because of the way it lines up. And then after that, uh, we'll probably record like the night of the sixth. And then after that, we'll do one, the night of the trade deadline going over the last three games. But then obviously, of course, if anything happens, the deadline, uh, I mean, if the Bruins make a big trade, um, like between now and the sixth or between like the sixth and the 12th, and it's like something big where it's like, maybe we should talk about this. Then yeah, we might jump on a little earlier than what we have planned, but that's sort of what it is right now. Um, if you don't have anything else to add
1: um no i don't um yeah
0: didn't didn't forget what you were going to say again nope <laughs> all right well then on that note um if you made it this far which i'm concerned again
1: god bless you
0: yeah um stay safe as always wear a mask uh wash your hands you know stay away from others get get vaccinated if you have the chance. can add that one in now. Um, and hopefully hopefully next time we're talking it's uh, after four more wins.